Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner. And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson. Brian J. Henderson, what's going on? Oh, man, nothing much. You know, I've been hanging out with my family and... Uh, Hi, is this Melinda? I'm, I'm sort of, kind of well-rested, but at the same time, I'm worn out. Well, Brian, <laughs> if you could ever be like that. Brian, what do you think about our guest tonight? Man, you know what? Our guest tonight is off the hook. You know, I, uh, I'm i just reading some of the quotes that people have put out there about her, and it's just amazing. And I'm thinking, boy, they hit it right on the money. Can you call the other you know, you know we it's like every now and then. Greg, can, I hear, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, good, good. You know, it's like every now and then you you have somebody who just can captivate your mind and your ear, you know, and your eyes. And I think she does all three very well, you know. Yes, and, yes. You know. Yes, Go ahead, Melinda, Yes, our, our guest, she is, she's awesome. She's, she's powerful, Brian. And, Brian, she's doing so many different things, and I'm just glad that she's going to join us in a few minutes. Well, Brian, tell us what what you think about her and the the nonprofit stuff that she's doing, and just just you in the singing business, so you kind of have an idea of some of the things that she was going through. Yes, you know, and I'm going to let her talk a little bit more about the the nonprofits and what she's doing with them. But I just think that you know, it's very rare that you see uh, artists that have you know just beginning who just begin their blossoming into the music industry and they just begin their journey as a seasoned artist so to speak and they're already doing things that artists 10 years 11 years in the industry just start deciding oh you know hey yeah i think i'll do that that'll look great you know i can i can give back and at the same time it'll increase my status you know so the fact that she's actually doing these types of things with the nonprofit organizations that she works with and as she started and so forth, you know, it, and, she, and she didn't try to get in the music business just so she could say, well, I'm doing something, blah, 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 blah. But she's doing it so she can, you know, get more of her business going, you know. Brian, uh, Brian I think she just joined us. We're going to bring her in in just a second. If you would, go ahead and just introduce her, and let's bring her in now because uh, I, I got so many emails about her coming on the show, and I, I don't want the people to miss another minute or second of uh, hearing about our special guest. All right. Well, tonight's guest is our special guest. Yes. It's 2008 yes. Gospel Dream winner, Melinda Watts. And I'm going to read a quote here. It says, every 10 years or so, you have an anointed superstar artist who graces us with the word of God in song, as C.C. Winans and Yolanda Adams, 
Now we have Melinda Watts. And Melinda was born in New Jersey, and she hails from Sacramento, California. She is the 2008 Gospel Dream winner, and she is an awesome, awesome, awesome woman. And I'd like to, you know, just thank her for joining us tonight. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to bring her in. You are Ms. Watts, so are you with us? Yes, I am. Hello? Yes. Hi, Ms. Watts. How are you? Hi, how are you? <laughs> We're doing Great. fine. We're doing fine. You know what? Yeah. When, they, when, when they told you or when they called your name mm-hmm. and you had to go up on that stage and accept the winner, the dream winner, it all started with a dream. Am I Am I correct? It started with a dream in my heart, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but when they, that the, the, the second, that very second that they called your name, did you think about all of the hardships, all of the heartaches, all of the things that you had to sacrifice to get there, the pain, the, the, just, the just suffering? And now that you're on television, major network, everybody knows Melinda Watt. Everybody knows you. Mm. And here you are now, they calling your name the winner. Mm. What did that feel like? I know I know I know you wanted to just hug God for that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when they said when they said my name, I was of course excited. I was just, you know, like, Wow, God, you really you really are funny. God has a sense of humor because just two weeks prior to, to uh even going to Nashville I was just never thought that, that would happen. You know, and so I was just so grateful, and immediately I began to feel the responsibility of my calling, mm. and I began to feel the 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 homage, if you would, I have to the kingdom of God. Wow. You know, it's really important to me. It's it's more than just you know, oh great, everybody knows my name, and I can sing and all that. That's 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 okay. But the most important thing is, God, you are trusting me with this platform in this day and time. That means that it really means something. Because of the way the world is right now, there is something that's inside of me that he wants me to give to the world. And so that meant much more to me than just winning. Yes. And you know what? You said something that's so powerful. Brian and I, we go all over this place speaking. And one thing that we talk about is knowing our purpose. You said that you knew at that moment what you were supposed to do. Uh-huh. And, you know, how many people do we run across that are actually doing what God created them to do? Uh-huh. That's just that's just powerful. I love the fact that you said that because a lot uh-huh. of people don't believe that what Melinda Watts was able to accomplish, that they can probably do the same thing. And, Absolutely. Yes, and when I go to the detention centers and I speak to the little girls there, they don't know, uh-huh. a lot of them don't know their worth and their value because, some ugly things may have happened to them, right. but they can still do what Melinda Watts is doing. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. And, you know, I work with, with young people all the, all the time. You know, I'm a school teacher, teach high school, and I face um, a lot of young people who who deal with those same issues. And um, I actually have an independent project called Try Again, and it was fa- it was those issues facing relationships, and we talk about, you know, really getting in a place with God because it doesn't matter if you're saved and the other person isn't. It's about you living a life for them, for them to see. And so it doesn't matter what state they're in. They can do what I've done. They can. It's about following your purpose and following the voice of God to do what he's asking you to do. Mm. 
You know, Belinda, this is Brian. Uh, I have a question. Tonight's topic is high energy. Mm. Tell me, what does that mean to you, that word high energy? Actually, I love that word. I I love having energy. I love being um, positive in everything that I do. My favorite color is green, (laughs) and that green means, to me, you know, high energy. It means whatever that I'm going to do, I'm going to do it fervently for God. If it's just um, putting together a lesson plan for my girl group or whatever, it's about being the best, being at the top, you know, really representing God and everything at the highest level. And that's what high energy means to me. That's that's what I try to draw a circle, my, circle around myself in is high energy, good energy, good people, and just doing it, you know, on a level that God is really pleased with. Yes. You know, and and the reason I ask you that question is because just by looking at your photographs, looking at some of the things that you're doing, I can tell that you're a person that has a lot of, that you're energetic, that you're outgoing because you're doing things that, you know, and like I spoke of earlier, most people wait until they're in the industry and they've made it before they start trying to give back because they're trying to make sure they got it first and mm-hmm. then they give back, wherein mm-hmm. you've been you've begun yours sort of like in an opposite fashion, and I'm going <laughs> to use this word, in a peculiar fashion, and you know where I'm going with that. <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's refreshing to see someone that that decided to do something, you know, that most people decide, okay, I'm going to do this, maybe I can shelter some tax money off of the money that I'm making, blah, 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 and at the same time help some children, where you said, I'm going to help some children, and then I'm going to find a vehicle that I can go and even, you know, help even more children. Right. Right. You know, so you know, it's it's important because not only, you know, I've been a school teacher, but I've been heavily involved in my community for years. Ever since I was about sixteen or seventeen, I've always been a mentor, um, to young people. It was just a part of what I believe God wants me to do. And um I really never looked at it that way, you know. It was almost like I know that music ministry, ministry period, it's people. The equivalent of ministry to me is people. It's not things, it's not places, it's not platforms, it's not venues. It's people because without people, ministry is is, is not needed. And so I think that um, how God has blessed me to already do that, it just makes it even more exciting because, honestly, I never combined the two. When I would do things in the community, a lot of people never knew that I was a singer because I didn't want to use that as a way to try to get my singing career off the ground. (laughs) So I never mentioned it. So once the newspapers and everything came out, everybody at my school, people in the community were so surprised because I never pushed that. And I think that's the way God intended. So now it's kind of meshing together. I can really get support for the things I do with kids and um, the charities that I I, um, have found and and things like that. So it's really good. It's really what I believe the order should be, you know, I was already working, and I just pray that God just uses this to support it even more. Mm. It, it, it sounds like it sounds like that's exactly what He's doing, you know. And, and I want, I, I, and I definitely, I'm, I'm this type of person. When I love talking about dreams and people actually going after their dreams and not being afraid, you know, it's the things that you're doing with 
your charities and the, th- the the work that you're doing for the for the people you know it that's that's really really important because you're giving them uh the the tool to dream you, because they're actually seeing you they see you now they know you on a personal level you know before all of the other people all of, all of everybody else seeing you as this big star this mega star and now but the people that you're working with they're saying oh, okay you know what She's just like me, Amen. but she's just doing something to go after her dreams, and I'm not. So now I need to change what I'm doing and follow Amen. her. She's an example for me. Amen. You know. Amen. And, yeah, and you having a husband and a family, and mm-hmm. you know, you, you're teaching them what family is like. You may, that may not be your platform, but you know, they actually see everything that you do. Mm-hmm. These mm-hmm. kids, they watch everything. They watch your clothes. Mm-hmm. They watch. Every single thing, these kids are looking at everything. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so important that you're taking time to do what you're doing and really not getting caught up into the business side of of, of this because we do know that it is a business what you're Absolutely. doing. But, but mm-hmm. the gift that you have Amen. will make room for you. Amen. Yeah. One, of the, one of the things I think that how, how amazing – it is, uh, even even God, because when I deal with kids every day, and I still do, as a matter of fact, I'm going to be meeting with them tonight. <laughs> um, wow. You know, students are, they're very precious. Kids are very precious, and they're like sponges. And one of the things that I really believe that touches this generation is love and, and tangibility. They want to believe in something. They want to believe in someone. And And right now, they may not just say, okay, I'm going to believe in Jesus because they can't see him. They see him through us. And so that's why it's important for me to continue the relationship. Yes, I have business I have to take care of, but I teach them about business. I teach them the difference between, you know, it's a time for everything. You know, it's a time Miss Watts can be here to do this and then Miss Watts has to do this now. But over the years I've built them up to prepare for this moment. You know, I knew it was going to come one day. I didn't know it was going to be now. But I think because I've established that relationship with them, they're a great support. And so I think as an encouragement to anyone out there who, you know, really works with you or have a heart for them, let them see you in the trenches with them, calling them, following up with them, you know, being that person they can count on. We have to make sacrifices for this generation. That's the problem. Nobody really has time. Yeah. You know, and so I think that, that that's the key. To me, yes. that's the key. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes. This is so important. Go ahead, Brad. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say I want to talk about uh, the two nonprofit organizations that you that you started. Mm-hmm. You know, you have one that's called Project Sunday. Tell us about that. Yeah. Well, Project Sunday is a leadership academy, and it started out um, for African American girls um, here in Sacramento. They just had tremendous. Every category, educationally, they were at the bottom, whether it be any score, any test, they were just at the bottom. And it originally was for any girl, any race, but then I said, okay, this is a problem area, and I'm African-American myself, so I felt like I could really connect with them and start the program that way. It's a leadership academy. We go through different cohorts their freshman year. I bring them in, and it's an actual class. I teach them after school Um, with that. We teach social skills, we teach etiquette, we teach uh, dinner etiquette, we teach um, life skills, we teach a lot of the basic things their freshman year that they don't that some of them do not get at home depending on the the area where the program is at. 
and then their sophomore year we start getting into, you know, all four years we do training, um, tutoring, and then we do a lot of events. We do an elegance ball. We do uh, camp confidence. We do a lot of things just to be a team of women banded around these at-risk young women and support them all the way through high school, and then we give away scholarships, and then we support the girls even after they go on to college. We have them come back to be facilitators for the next group of girls coming in, and it takes a lot of commitment. So this program, Project Sunday, is something that functions inside of a, a public school system, but it has the principals and the, the, the support of the Word of God to to encourage them through life and just being there for them. And it's a lot of gang violence, so we have a lot of gang awareness and all types of um, curriculum to focus on that. You know, I like the fact that you're working on the etiquette with the, the young girls because mm-hmm. when they go off to school, that is so important because if they don't know the etiquette, and let's say they're invited to a gala or a ball or something. Right, right. A lot of times they're intimidated because they don't know which fork to use or, or how to do certain little things because, you know, people think they take that stuff for granted. They think people know that. They think, but if they if they were never taught how to carry themselves like a woman, right. you're going to see something out there that's just flat out ugly, and a lot of times mm-hmm. that's all they know. Right, right. Yeah, that that's so important, and you and you guys are talking about life skills and yeah, it's really important. It it is so important, and I know you have so much fun watching the girls learn and you oh, see them change. I really do. Yeah. I really do. I think I think with that, uh, and just like um, with the the music, and that's why I have them involved in everything that I'm doing right now. Like I'm really busy doing a lot of um. Uh, interviews and I in, in performing and things like that. I have to include them in the process. How to greet, you know, customers and you know just different things. Getting them out of the box, out of their normal surroundings. And it's important because a lot of people don't think that that's important anymore. And it causes young women to be at a disadvantage and open for disrespect. If yeah. you don't know who you are, if you don't know how to present yourself, then you're really an open target for someone to treat you in the improper way. And so I strive to teach them how to project themselves, how to believe in themselves. So once they come across other people, they'll assert themselves properly. Yeah. And you know what? Another thing that's so important, too, you said that the communication. You can be the world's greatest singer, writer, lawyer, doctor, whatever, but if you don't know how to communicate, you'll never be able to show anybody that talent or that gift that you have. Because Absolutely. everything starts with talking, communication, some type of communication. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you've seen someone, Melinda, in your life. I know I have, Brian, and I have. You you, you see someone that you think is well educated. Not, not, and I'm not saying everybody has to be well educated, but you see someone that you think, okay, this person's pretty smart until they open their mm-hmm. mouth. <laughs> you know, and I'm really not knocking anyone, but that's just life. You, we all right. have to know that it's so important to communicate. Mm-hmm. And, and what you're doing, that is absolutely wonderful what you guys are doing out there. Amen. Yes, yes. And how involved is your husband in the, the nonprofit organization? My husband is, is very involved. My husband, um, he's really my backbone <laughs> for everything. Um, he supports me. He he does all of the a lot of the research that I need done for the demographics, wherever we're going into. He's also... Um, the person that gives me the clearance to do it because if he doesn't allow it in my house first, you know, I can't go out and, and talk to other people. So I'm excited that I have a husband that is very supportive because my first ministry is to my husband. 
Uh-oh. He's not happy. If my husband is not happy, there's nothing to talk to anybody else about. It just doesn't make sense. Ooh, that's a whole and it's whole not, whole and it's not the right order. Uh-oh. It's not God's <laughs> order, really. It's not. It's really not God's order. I, I meet a lot of people who believe the opposite. It's almost like they're really, really passionate in the in the field and in doing the work, but their home is not intact because young people see that too. Yes, they do. They can see, and you want to teach them about relationships. I want them to know that you honor your husband first. And yeah. all of them respect him, and they say, Mr. Watts, we please can Miss Watts do this. And I, they know if Mr. Watts says no, then it's no. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to, I mean, you have to set that example, and that's what I do yeah. at home. And so I think it's important. But he's a, a very instrumental. He I, just I, gives I, me wings, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 knew, I knew he was. But, you know, it's important for you to say what you just said. Yes. It's so important. Mm-hmm. What you just said, and I hope that everybody heard what you say. You know, I hope they open up their mind to, to, to what you're saying, because that's so important, Brian. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I had to. I had to say that. No, I know. I, I'm chiming in, and I'm agreeing with you, Greg. You know, the, the thing that was so important about what you said was the fact that you said that he, that you give him the respect and the honor, and that's something that in itself teaches our young women, not necessarily that you have to be a subordinate to uh, a man or whatever, but it's just the fact that, that, like you said, that's the way that it's set up. That was the order. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are emotional. We need a covering. Absolutely. You know, because I've seen it way too often that people will fly off and they would disrespect them. You know, the women would disrespect their husbands and just call them all kind of names and be rude and ugly to them. And, you know, and they would never even check with him before they've done something. Like, well, what? I got to do what? Why should <laughs> I talk to him? He don't tell me what to do. He don't run me. You know. See, see this is, I think there's a balance, though. I think this is a balance. And, and, and actually, um, I think it's a balance because for a woman to feel that way, the way I feel, you have to have a man that does the exact parallel of what I'm doing. He's loving me like Christ loves the church. When somebody treats you so well and respects you so much and honors you so much, there's nothing you wouldn't do for him. Right. So it has to be balanced. It has to be that same reciprocity. It has to be balanced because it's going to make the other person say, you know what, I'm going to honor you. I see God blessing us this way. But if he's yes. not, if that person is not, then it may be a little bit more difficult for that lady to be like, honey, whatever you say. You know, I've seen the benefit in, in just following him and let him take the lead. But maybe some right. women don't see that if that if their companion or husband does not really lead the house well. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, you know, you, you got to look at that side, too. And you oh, know what? Absolutely. And I'm glad you said that because I didn't want to sound so one-sided on the issues. Right. But you're absolutely right. There is definitely a balance that has to take place. Yeah. Absolutely. And, Brian, I want to say this, too. You know, with, with Melinda being out in the forefront and it, being, the, being the star that's in the just, just the audience, that's what they see. Mm. A, a lot of men can't handle that. Right. But I know what you're saying, what your what your marriage is built on. He, you, you can... You can withstand that type of thing because he know who he is. 
But you also know, too, that the enemy is definitely going to try to come in and, and cause problems. We know that. And I know you guys are prepared, and you and you know, and I know you guys know what to do. Well, you know, it's really important here again. Um, as everything I do, my husband is the head of the of the team, so he he knows where I'm going. If you know where we go together is at the top priority. It's like other options come after that. We travel as a family. He's a part of my team. He's a part of me, and he needs to be where I am because we don't want the enemy to come in and try to cause division because that's just you know that's just life. Yeah. Um, but you also need a confident person. He's very confident. He knows whenever I'm somewhere, he can stand with his chest out. He knows I'm his wife. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's good for him. You know, he knows that he's in charge of it all. If he says he wants to shut it all down, and stop him. So, I mean, to him, it makes him feel good. That's but he doesn't have a reason. I don't give him a reason to feel intimidated. You know, I honor him. You know, that's what the, the, the woman did in the Bible. He was known in the gates because of her. That's what the Bible says. My right. husband was known in the gates, and that's how my husband, he's known because of what God is doing in my life. Right. So, you know, you just got to be wise as a woman and say, okay, you have choices. That's what we have in life. We have choices. We can choose to use wisdom, and we can choose to just run and go fast. I choose to slow down a little bit and say, I need to work my husband. He needs to be here X, Y, and Z, and he does a great job. That's that's so powerful because... Like you said, when he sees you, he's got his textbook out. He He's looking at himself in the mirror. Actually, yeah. 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 And nine times out of ten, he's gone through the whole thing from head to toe, what you need to wear. He designs clothes for me for our clothing line. He does, you know, he, he's he's all over the picture. That's oh. He prays with me. Even on Gospel Dream, the last episode, you know, my husband and I, when it's time to go before God, we fast together, we pray together. You know, he tells me, you know, you don't really need to talk right now. Let's go back here and sit down. You know, he's really... He's a sweet guy, but when it comes to to business and ministry, he's 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 a rock. <laughs> he's a rock, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, you know we've talked about Project Sunday. I want to talk a little bit about your other uh, nonprofit organization that you run. It's called Heaven's House for Heaven's Girls. Heaven's House, yeah. Heaven's House for Girls is a facility that um, we just opened up a little while ago, and um, it's a home where girls can come. It's a safe house. Uh, we run into a lot of girls who have been raped, have been abused, and oh my. they really don't have... It's, it's not a situation where they need to go into a long-term care facility. Um, they're not, you know, in, a, in an institution or anything like that, but they need a place to go where they can just get away from everything and be loved. And we, we provide same type of programs. We do counseling fun activities, you know, girl talk sessions, movie nights. It's just a place where they can come and be themselves and, and be built up. Not only that, they um, they also get to stay in the house upon parents' permission. If they were to run away, they get 24 hours. We mediate with the parents. We have a staff that does that. And it's just a place where they can go. They're going to learn job training. They're going to learn how to do a resume. It's open after school every day. And we actually just um, completed getting some donations for furniture and beds and, and things like that. So it's it's awesome. It's an awesome place for them. And we're hoping to open up Heaven's Houses across the country. I think they're very unique. They're not just for young women who are abusing substances or anything like that. It's just a place they can go and get godly counsel. They can be supported in their community and, and help them make good choices in life. 
You know what? Brian and I were just talking right before we did the show. Yes. <laughs> we, we were looking at a building, and I think the building was right at a million dollars, and we are talking about doing the exact same thing that you're talking about doing. Yeah. And, and what we want to do and what we're going to do, we're going to start a group home mm-hmm. similar to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, when I heard yeah. that, I'm like, wow, you know. If, yeah, we, I'm, I'm lost for words right now because everything that you're saying is the exact same thing that Brian and I, we talk about all the time and teaching the kids and teaching them how to have a life and the dream and expose them to things that they've never seen before. Right, right. Mm, exactly. Yeah, and, and that's so important because you know what? These kids are going to remember you forever. Amen. You'll be a part yeah. of their life forever. And you're pulling them out of a situation that's that's ugly because... We've been dealing with a lot of teenagers that have been raped and molested, some of them at five years old, and they're angry, and they want to get past it, but they don't know how to get past it. And that's something that we know that we're going to have to have counselors come in there so that we can let these kids be kids let, so that they can be children again, so that they don't have to live through that nightmare time and time again, over and over so that they can have a productive life because a lot of them really don't feel like they can ever have a life. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, and even with uh, a lot of the young males that we come in contact with, you know, a lot of them are just angry. Mm-hmm. And you know you know how they want to label them as being angry, but they don't understand why they're angry. You know, and so when mm-hmm. we talk to them, most of those kids are angry because nobody listens to them. Right. You know, and so Greg and I, we, you know, when we were in the detention facilities and um, the lockup and so forth, when we talk to these, you know, especially with these young black males, when we talk to them, we just ask them, you know, what's, tell us what the problem is. And most of them, they don't feel comfortable with opening up to you. But once they open up, we can't mm-hmm. get them to stop talking. Right. <laughs> you know, and all they want is an ear to hear, and they want to be, they want to be shown something new and fresh you know when you turn on the tv you know we used to call it the boob tube before because they said oh you're such a boob and that was like a a, a, a um another word for like a a dummy or whatever you know and they mm-hmm. say oh you're watching the dummy tube the boob tube but nowadays the boob tube is because all you see on it are boobs you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so these kids they, they get this locked into their mind that that is what they're supposed to be doing. I have to be like the rapper that's got all the women on the video and, you know, I got to have the flashy car and the flashy jewelry and the jewelry in my mouth and I got to make sure I got diamonds in my grill and, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we try to show them something completely different. Mm -hmm. You know, we try to show them something that that's not what life is all about. That's not the norm. That's That's the exception to life. You know, that's not abundant life. Right. You're right. And I think it's it's really important that they have people to stand in the gap and teach them that. Be able to teach them, you know, those things. Because this generation, that's exactly what they need. That's why the gospel is going so abroad. They need it in their everyday lives. So I, I commend you guys for, for doing the same thing. It's really needed, especially among our young men. Yeah. 
Yes, it's, it's, it's so important. But now, you know what? I was going to ask you this. I laughed when I thought about it. You're teaching them everything else, but what about the music? What about the singing? Are you are you helping the girls that, that want to sing? Do you do you help them with that? Actually, you know, um, like I said before, I never combine never combine the two, um, but they are very instrumental in everything I do with music. Um, they're into more um, entrepreneurial type of things. So my oh, whole okay. business, they're involved in that, whether it be marketing, um, media campaigns. Also, my sister, um, Takesha, and my brother-in-law, Ish, they're very instrumental in involving um, young women in, in the campaign, you know, whether it be the street team and things like that. So um, vocally and musically, um, we I don't I haven't involved them just yet, but artistically right. between designing and things like that, um, I definitely involve them in that process. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. And you know, and I think that's so important because you you're giving them an outlet. You know, you never know one of them may become the top music marketer in the country based Absolutely. on what they've learned you know, through helping and working with you. So they might and become CEO. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And I push them to do that. Um, and even like with the song, um, Tis So Sweet, the first um have you guys, you guys had that song, right? Yes. Tis So Sweet, they, um, when they, the first day, they, over 600 radio stations requested that song. Wow. Yeah, and that was, that was unbelievable to me. But I needed students to help me, you know, call the radio stations, make sure they got it and which ones had it and if they actually played it. So they're very involved in that process too. And I think over time they will just it'll be second nature to them. How to travel, you know, how to, to put together a tour. I really want them to learn those type of skills. Man, I wish I could have learned that type of stuff when I was in the music industry. You know, I I, I dabbled in the music industry a couple of years ago and uh most of the stuff we learn how to do is just make sure that your voice is good. <laughs> you know, make sure that you're ready. You know, get your throat coat ready so you can sing and hit that note. And that was about it. And I didn't really learn the business side of it until I was already scammed out of all my money. Mm. You know, so it's great that you're actually teaching them more about the business side of music because the, the singing part is easy. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I've learned. The singing part is easy. You just get out there and, and you know, and use your God-given talent. Absolutely. But the business side is the side that you have to have to really manage and, and be a good steward of because there are so many snakes. And sad to say, even in Christian music, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people that are out there just to take advantage of your talent. And they're going to make a boatload of money off of you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I always tell people, don't just read the fine print. Print the fine print and read it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's really, it is really important. It is really important. You have to know what it is that you're doing. And I, and I encourage even independent artists, you know, do it and do it fervently. Because even after you, 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 know, you do a deal, you have to believe in yourself and work that much harder for yourself. And know the ins and outs and know what position you want to be in. You have to just make choices. You have to learn how sometimes to say no. Yes. You know, no to something that seems great. Yeah. Yes. Well, then I wanted to ask you about when you won the, you were, you were the winner. What did your What did your kids say? What did the, 
the, the kids that you were <laughs> teaching, your students, what did they have to say? They were very excited. You know, at the end of the show, I, I, I said a lot of things to a lot of people, but they edited a lot of them out. But they did leave the part where I said to my girls in Project Sunday, if you watch that clip, yeah. Um, and once I said that, you know, they were they were just so excited, you know, and they were, they had always told me, you know, Miss Watts, you know, we love you here, but what if you go out for American Idol or what if you try out for something like that? You know, they said, we don't want you to leave, but we still want you to, you know, so they they would say little things to get me to, to go for it, you know, and right. now they're just they're just kind of sticking their chest out too, like, yeah, she's us, you know, <laughs> she's our teacher, so... And they actually keep me really grounded because I'll get that phone call at 11 o'clock at night. You know, somebody's thinking about doing something that's crazy or, you know, uh, they need somebody to talk to or, you know, they had a fight with their mom or their parents are fighting, you know. And it they just bring me right back to the to the whole point of it all, you know, to be touchable and reachable. So they are, they are very excited. They're very supportive. Whatever I need them to do, they are, they are in full steam ready to assist me. So I'm grateful for that. It's nothing like having... People believing you. Um, it, there's nothing like having people believing you that are a part of you. That's They're your best support. Yes. Um, you know, I got a question. You said you're an English teacher. Mm-hmm. Do you find yourself? Uh, do you find your students trying not to say the incorrect words when they're <laughs> around you? You know what? No, <laughs> because I'm. It's so funny when I when I'm dealing with students, I often correct them, but kids are just so real. They'll say, "Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Watts," a million times. You know, <laughs> they, they they'll catch it, but they, most of the now this is one thing they won't do. They won't swear. That's what they won't do. They will not swear around me because I told them that is my kryptonite, and if you use any foul language, I am bound to just reactivate on you. So they don't curse. <laughs> At all, um, but the correct English, no. You know, I try to teach them, you know, how to write properly, and you know, when they are presenting themselves and things like that. But, you know, they 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 don't do that, but they don't swear. That's one thing they don't do. You know, and the reason I asked that question is because I was thinking about you, Greg. <laughs> what part? Uh, Greg was telling me a story about when he went into uh, a really really rough uh, juvenile center. Oh yeah. And the kids were just swearing and they were talking to him and he was like you know he didn't want to say hey don't swear you know because he wanted to try to reach the kids because this was their language mm-hmm. but over time the kids start saying oops i'm sorry sir i'm uh, oops, i'm sorry i mean to say that but i just had to say it but i'm sorry yes absolutely mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and it's over time after he won their trust you know that he they they were starting to apologize for what they said mm-hmm. You know, and I think yeah. it just it just speaks to your character, the fact that mm-hmm. they will re- give you that type of respect. Because some kids out there, if you tell them, hey, don't swear at me, they'll cuss you out about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and, and in and my experience, I've seen it. that. I'm sorry, say again? I, said, I, think, I think it's how you, um, you, you deal with them. I don't know, just my experiences, you know, love conquers everything. When they everything. know I really respect you. And I really care about you. Mm-hmm. They want that, and so they're not gonna just blatantly disrespect you unless you have some special cases. So I really, and that's one of the things that has allowed me to be successful in my teaching career. Um, I've had situations where the principals would send all the students to my classroom, whether they were my students or not. <laughs> you know, and they just know. I mean, I've had the worst gangsters in the whole entire school. 
come in my classroom, not one period a day. They changed their schedule where they were with me for five periods a day. And I taught them everything for me. I don't know how legal that was, but they did it. <laughs> you know, and it's basically because they know once they come in, I'm going to discipline them, but I'm going to show them love. And a lot of teachers don't feel like doing that. Yeah, you know and what? I had those same gangsters being my best supporters. You know, you know what? I, I wanted to say that the best way to reach these kids is to just be real because mm-hmm. they can smell a phony. They know when you come in there if you – if your intentions are good, they they know that they can smell it within a five to ten seconds or whatever. When you speak to them, that's what they're gonna give you. They're gonna give you a couple of seconds. And these kids are so smart. Once they figure out that you're not there for their best interest, you're wasting mm-hmm. your time. Because a lot of people ask Brian, how do how do you guys how do you come in here and you do what you do? And I and I'll come. I said, well, first of all, you're only going once. Every six months, and when you do come mm-hmm. in, you know you you may be a political figure, but when you come in, you come in with that. No, leave that outside, and just be real mm-hmm. with these kids. Let them know that you made mistakes when you were young. Don't mm-hmm. we're not all perfect, right? You know th- these kids, they can relate. They want somebody that's going to be transparent, get in their face, and believe it or not, these kids want someone to, that's going to discipline them. Right. They, they really do. They really do. And, 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 you know, when I know you've had some situations that probably just tore your heart out with some of the girls that you talked to, mm-hmm. um, because I know that some of the things that, that the girls say around me that's happened to them, it's just, I mean, it's, I mean, your heart is just broken, and you're trying to figure out why would someone do something that cold to a five-year-old. Mm-hmm. And now you understand why they don't trust anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, have you ever had a situation where one of the girls just opened up to you and just told you some things similar? Absolutely, absolutely. I have girls that just, you know, they just so they're faced with so many issues, and one of the biggest ones is not believing in themselves. Yes, yes. They don't have someone to push them to encourage them and support them about who they are, not what somebody else wants them to be, but really delving into their mind and finding out who they are, who they really want to be. And so I think that that's really, really important. Yes, it is. Wow. You know, the one thing that I've learned about about kids as well is that once you open yourself up to them, mm-hmm. you can't get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> Not even if you try. I mean, I know there's some some kids that I know, and I can remember just over and over saying, stop coming to my house. Don't come mm-hmm. by here no more. And <laughs> they'll, they'll show up. <laughs> you know, there's some that I'll see them in the street, and they're doing something wrong, and they say, don't be mad at me, don't be mad at me. Don't You know, that's the first thing they'll say. Mm-hmm. You know, because they give you that type of respect. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some I can remember, there's some kids that uh their uh, their grandfather's a deacon at my church, and the kids have been in some trouble. He asked me to go and talk to them, and it's like now every time they see me, they're all they're they're waiting for me to say something to them, you know, because you know they're like, oh, he's gonna give me another speech, but I normally just say, hey man, what's up? How you doing? You know, and th- then they say, 
well, you know, I was in trouble the other day. And you know, they started telling me all the things they did wrong. And I said, no, I didn't ask you that. I asked you mm-hmm. how you're doing. Uh, exactly. You know, and because what I've learned is that they're so programmed to talk about all the negative stuff that they've been through that when you ask them something positive, they don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and so now it's like when they see me, they're like, hey, how you doing? You know, I did this and I did that. Mm-hmm. So kids kids are kids are very, very smart. They're smarter than most people give them credit. Than most, exactly. <laughs> they really are. They really are. And, you know, I have a baby girl lyric, and um, I pray that, um, you know, I'm just that in tune to her life when she gets, as she grows. I think that's one of the things that we need is to, and, and you know, and a lot of it, you know, we need the parents. They're, they're the, the key factor. Mm-hmm. You know, I only have these young people, you know, hours out of the day. You know, that's why it's important to have the parents involved as well because it, it has to be a full circle, mm-hmm. holistic approach into helping them. Yeah. I, I, I guess I, I wanted to ask you, what should we expect out of Melinda Watts next? Movie? Well, Book, books, <laughs> <laughs> world tours. You know, you can actually expect a tour. You can expect um, books, plural. Uh, you can expect a lot of uh, grassroots uh, work in the community. What about acting? I'm sorry? What about acting? Acting, yes. Actually, I'll be I'm doing a, a play coming up very soon. Um, and I can give you more details about that as forthcoming, but I'll be doing that really, really soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just really trying to be a vehicle, you know. It's almost like plastic. You know, plastic is everywhere. Yeah. You need plastic for everything. That's the kind of person I want to be in the hand of God. You know what? Wherever I... there's a medium, I want to I do it. So I'm open to it all, but in the near future you will see. Um, you can already, right now you can get music from me that I've already recorded Prior to gospel, then you don't have to wait for more music because it's there already. And now everybody's kind of, you know, jumping on that and seeing it. It's it, it's really it's really going well. Um, music from my heart, and it's available now on on CD Baby. So you mm. can get that now. You know, CDBaby.com/slash Melinda Pickett. That's my maiden name. And uh, you can see all the music that I've done up until this point. I'm getting ready to do a worship unplugged. Um, wow. EP, that is for everybody who loves to worship, and these songs just may not make it on the album, but I'm going to do it for the people that have been supporting me and want to hear that part of Melinda. So I'm going to do that, and that's coming up very soon. Melinda, I'm going to say this, and, and, and I mean it. Uh, Brian, you heard it. You heard me say this. Now, when, it happens, when it happens, Brian. We got it on. We got it on. We got it. We got it. We got it. I can actually see you doing a lot of stuff. With Tyler Perry. Wow. I, I Ooh, I received that. I, I, really, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you're beautiful. You have the voice. You have the favor. You have all of this stuff. And if if you notice, Tyler don't just hire anybody. Right. Right. I, I I can see that. I can I re, I can now. When it happened, Melinda, you need to call us and you just say, okay, Greg, you said it. You know what, Greg? I, I'm gonna tell you now. You said it. Okay, you <laughs> I go. really believe, Greg. You said it, and I, when you are, you know, you are the very first person to ever say that. So I'm really gonna bring it right back to you at Abundant Solution Enterprises. There you go. Um, 
bringing it back to you and say thank you for for speaking that. I appreciate that. Yes, but you know you, you're very special in what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much. Your, yeah, your picture shows a lot. It really oh, yeah. does. It, it yeah, it does. It really shows a lot. And I'm just at all in you and your husband. I I, yeah. I you know I, I wanted to make sure that I that I talked about him because yeah. this is not about Melinda Watts at all. Absolutely. It, it, it's about uh, Melinda being the vehicle to get out Amen. there, to, yeah, to do what she's doing. And your platform is growing. I know that you probably dreamed about it when you were a little girl, mm-hmm, uh, coming mm-hmm. up through high school, and it's happening. Yeah. How how does that feel? I mean, I mean, how does it feel to just be used the way you're being used? You know, it makes me grateful to God for every single trial, every single hardship, every single disappointment, every single heartbreak. It makes me grateful because it was those things that make me who I am today. It's because of the the people that have been in my life, both good and bad. It makes me appreciate the process of God and life because it makes me who I am, and I know that this isn't the end. This is just the beginning of something else that God is doing in my life. It makes me so grateful because it's nothing but the grace of God. We are the the, the sum of our parts. We are experiences. We are relationships. That's, that makes us us. You know, and it's, I'm just grateful, and I've learned to be compassionate to people. That's one my biggest thing, to, to show love and show compassion because you just never know who God has said somebody is, no matter where they are now, you just never know. That's God right. could turn the page in their life, and in 30 seconds, he did mine. My audition was 30 seconds, and my life will never be the same. And you so know, I'm gr- I'm grateful. Yes, that's so important. You know, it, and that's beautiful that you're saying that, because we can feel you. We can feel you on that. Now, when you were down in the valley, we all mm-hmm. have been in the valley, and, and we need to be a little bit transparent to let people know that, you mm-hmm. know, did Melinda Watts ever feel like this is too heavy? I can't do this. I it's just getting to the point where I just want to walk away. I want to give up. But mm. what was that? What was that thing that pushed you when you wanted to give up? Did you did you receive a word from someone, or did someone um, just was it the favor? Did your husband walk in and look at you a certain way, and you're like, okay, I'm back on track now, or? Thank you for those kind words, or somebody in your classroom said something to you that that, that caught your attention, that mm-hmm. that placed you back on that right path. That mm-hmm. Melinda will do this. Melinda will will be successful. What was it? You know, I can honestly say it was my sister. My sister, Keisha. She just never ever thought anything different of me, whether I was on the cloud or whether I was in the valley. She was just consistent. She was the one that believed for me when I did not have had some valley experiences, many. But God used her in my life, and I'm so grateful to her every day. Because even until this day, she stays on top of me. Melinda, you know what you're supposed to do? Are you up? Come on, let's go. Let's do it. You know, she pushes me. She's like a coach, you know. And God has given her a great amount of faith. And I am so grateful to my sister. I mean, there's a lot of other people, but I want if you want to know what the real is it's it's really my sister and um I look up to her, you know, she has a lot of strength and 
she 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 supports her family. She does what she needs to do, mm. and um and and I and I appreciate her being in my life. And and, and a lot of times it's students mm. who just turn around and say, Miss Watts, thank you. We love you to come and give me a hug. This is while I was teaching in school. Mm-hmm. You know, and and every time I said I'm not dealing with these kids no more, I'm not dealing with it no more. There will be a young, there will be somebody coming to my door in tears, saying, "Miss Watts, you're the only person I could talk to." I said, "Lord, you are so funny. I gotta do it." <laughs> you know, Miss Watts, I can't. I, you know, I think I'm pregnant, Miss Watts. I, I I can't talk to anybody else but you because I know you're not gonna say nothing. I have so many secrets I gotta take to my grave. You know, it's because yeah. of of that. It's that that commitment that I have to to, to people, and so it's it's always little things that that keep me going, and and that's what I want people to know. You're gonna have those times, but if you just keep your hand to the plow, and you always keep a dream in your heart, you know, you'll have look look at Josh, look at Joseph, excuse me. Yeah. Joseph had that coat, many colors. He had favor. You know, he was in the he was a slave, but he never forgot his dream. And that's how we have to be. We have to be resilient like that. Mm. I know Brian is just probably trying to tear the phone down to come through. <laughs> I know he's got something to follow up on that. You know, the thing about it that that I hear is, how, what the, what word am I looking for? The word I'm looking for is Excellent. proven. <laughs> proven. That comes to mind. Yes. You know, it's it's like she's proven not only to, but she's proven to God that she has is worthy to do what she's doing. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people say we're not worthy, we're not worthy, and we're not. But that's that's because we know that we're not worthy to do what we're doing. But God can say that you're worthy, mm-hmm. and that's what I believe He said in. And he, that's why you're having the success that you're having. Amen. Because you've proven to him that you can carry the torch. Amen. Tyler Perry? <laughs> <laughs> All of <laughs> Tyler Perry, wake up. Melinda, are you, are you, how can someone get in contact with you or how can they find your music? Um, they can log on to, first, um, they can log on to cdbaby.com. Slash Melinda Pickett. They can purchase the CD there on CD Baby. Um, there also they will there will also be um, a DVD coming out soon, kind of like my life from a child up until this point that people can get a chance to see. They can log on to my official website, which is MelindaWattsOnline.com, and um, again there they can see video clips. They can get information about uh, what they need to do. Also, they can visit MySpace.com slash Melinda the Dreamer. And they can get all the information about me, my history, things like that from there. And I do respond to all of my messages. So if anyone's listening, you know, you can hit me up on MySpace, and I do respond. All right, all right. We got about five minutes before the show's over. I wanted to ask you briefly about some of your musical influences. Mhm. I think uh, the most influence that I've had is Natalie Grant. Um, Natalie Grant is an awesome artist. Natalie Grant, C.C. Winans, and Shirley Caesar. I like Shirley Caesar because she's just real, and she's consistent, and you just know what Shirley's going to do. 
<laughs> you know, she's ever-changing, but she's consistent. She's staple, you know, mm-hmm. um, and she's anointed. And also, um, Natalie Grant, she's just awesome to me. I love her style, her writing, and things like that. And I'm not just an artist that's in the box, you know, who only likes to do, you know, just one style of gospel. On Gospel Dream, you got a chance to hear me do a lot of hymnals, song praise and worship, and things like that. There's also other, you know, things that I write. So those were my musical influences. Um, I also, of course, like, you know, the Al Greens, the Soul, you know. Um, I love Def Leppard, too. So there's a mixture for me. Ah. I've had a lot of across-the-board mixtures, yeah. Okay, all right. And you also write. Yes. I wrote all the songs on my album that is on CDBs right now. I wrote all those songs. And um, I plan to write mostly the, all of the songs on the upcoming Worship Unplugged album. And my husband, he writes as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Got to write. People want to hear from me. You know, mm-hmm. I love collaborating and working with other people, but mostly people want they want to hear from you. That's you right. Know, and, I, and I pray that, you know, people will be blessed by what God gives me to sing. Oh, yes. Absolutely. More than you know. You know, there's somebody out there that uh, thought about suicide, that heard your voice, but you'll never you'll never know about that because a lot mm-hmm. of times that's none of our spiritual business because sometimes what happens is our heads will swell. Mm-hmm. Not saying that that's what will happen to you, but I'm just saying a lot of times we really don't know the impact that we're having on people, and, and I and I really do believe it's none of our business to know that mm-hmm. because he's not going to share his glory with us at all. Right. He's not going to do that. But I guarantee you, Melinda, someone out there, somewhere, is listening to your album right now, because we've had a lot of people log on and they're listening to the show. I I guarantee you they're probably in tears and they're probably saying, I'm free. Mm. I really do believe that. Amen. I I really, really believe that. That makes it worth it. Yes. Hmm. Yes. That makes it worth it. That's hallelujah. That's what makes it. That yes. makes it worth it. All of the heartache that Melinda went through, mm-hmm. everything that you went through had nothing to do with Melinda, but it was all designed for others to see how you stood in there and you fought back. Mm-hmm. And you didn't just stop and say, you know what, I can't do this dream because there's crossroads in my way or there's bumps mm-hmm. here and I can't get by. No, you had to push through that. Right. You right. may even be stronger than you think you are because of the trials that you've gone through. And, and you know what? This, this is the amazing thing. We can be in mess. We can be in mess and, and, and think we're in the worst situation in the world, and we're crying one minute and we're laughing the next, and, and you're thinking, wait a minute, I was just in something, but now I'm no longer in that. Mm-hmm. But I'll let Brian close the show out, Melinda. I thank you so much for, for coming on, and I thank Mr. Wallace. He's awesome. I definitely want to say that he he just jumped right in and he gave me everything I needed to uh, to have you on the show and we just thank you so Amen. much. Amen. Yes, 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 yes. Thank yes. you. And we yes. also thank Mr. Watts. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's not. actually he's so precious. I love him. He's he's just he he feels in for me. My daughter has been crying and oh, she no. you know all types of things and he just says go ahead baby do the interview. You know, that's the you see what I mean? Now, how could I turn around and not do what the man tells me to do? You see what I mean? Hey. That's what I'm talking about. That's he don't have to say much. It's whatever you say, honey. You got it. So. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> well, again, we thank you for joining us tonight. And 
I mean, I'm just like blown away because, like Greg was telling you earlier, the stuff that you talked about tonight, we have been talking about. I mean, he, we really start seriously discussing it last Thursday, and then mm-hmm. we just started working on it, working on it, and so it was like, wow, this is validation for us, you know. Mm-hmm. And I want to say to our listeners, high energy. You have that energy for a reason. You have that energy because you're supposed to burn it off. It's mm. like eating a candy bar and then trying to sit still. You can't mm-hmm. do it. You have mm-hmm. to use that energy. Right. You know, so when you get that high energy, use it for the purpose that will please God. With Amen. that being said, you've been listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour. We thank you for joining us, and we ask you to join us again on Wednesday, 9 p.m., Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, good evening, and God bless. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.